Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guests, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsor. We want to thank Violet Defense for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Go to violetdefense.com for more information. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun and use it in their products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You've heard me say that we have a Sideline Interactive video scoring table in our gym, and it is a tremendously versatile tool. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. I promise you, you will come away very impressed. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. The FIAAA has a Wall of Fame video console for our organization's Hall of Fame, and it is a really cool device. You really should check these folks out. You know, Wall of Fame has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For more ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate their performance with video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. We have a Huddle Focus in our gym, and it is great. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play, from club and youth teams up through high schools and colleges, and even professional teams are using Huddle to improve the play of their teams and their athletes. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the teams at the college and university level that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. 
you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. And of course, we want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you by going to their website at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying right in Florida today, and we're going to visit with Brandy Taylor. Uh, Brandy's the head girls basketball coach at Western High School down in Davie. Uh, we always like to uh, talk to coaches every once in a while and get their perspective as part of the athletic experience. So, Brandy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Jake, for having me. Really appreciate this opportunity. Excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you and, and hear what's going on down in your part of the state. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you grew up, where you went to school and, and kind of how your path has led you to, you know, Western High School right now. So I grew up in central Pennsylvania, about 10 minutes outside of Penn State. So I'm still a big Penn State fan in all sports. And I decided to leave um, for college and I came down to Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida. Um, just kind of decided, wanted to change the scenery. Uh, was a little bit tiresome of the, the snow and the cold winters and thought I would give Florida a chance and, and have since then stayed and made my way down to South Florida, just kind of on a whim, honestly. Um, have been working, have been living down here and working down here through different schools and then ended up at Western about seven years ago. Um, I came here as the girls basketball coach and I also teach 12th grade English. So very excited to be here. Um, I've been at a couple other schools while I was in, in Florida. Um, I spent about um, eight years coaching middle school basketball. And then I spent a few years at Piper High School and I was actually the assistant athletic director there as well while I was coaching girls basketball. And then now the last seven years have been a wildcat here in Davie, very, very happy to be here. You know, those names, you know, uh, obviously, you know, coming from Florida, you know, those names mean a lot. Piper, pretty big school. Um, talk a little bit about that transition from, you know, middle school coach 
to varsity head coach. Uh, I, I remember back in the day, I started my career teaching and coaching at the middle school level, but just, you know, really wanted to be a high school head coach. Uh, so, you know, what were some of the things that you did to, to help make that happen for you? Yeah, I look back at that and wonder how I made it through because it was quite an adjustment period. Um, I was blessed to have um, all of my connections at the time were middle school. So since, you know, school got out around 240, 230, um, when hiring a staff, the, the individuals that I sought out couldn't come on staff because they were still in school. So um, my athletic director at the time kind of appointed me this, this teacher at on campus and said, here's your assistant coach. And I was kind of taken back because I had never seen him before. Um, he was a very experienced coach and a previous athletic director, but was completely content with just being an, a, an assistant coach and a head JV coach. So he's actually become a, a mentor for me. Um, I brought him on staff when I came to Western. Um, he now no longer um, is on my staff. Um, he's decided to kind of take, take it a little easier now as he's getting older, but he was a phenomenal in the transition. Um, the X's and O's, wasn't so much of an adjustment. Um, all of the other um, aspects, the um, budgeting, the fundraising, um, scheduling, um, marketing your team, just the the buying gear, just the simplest things that in middle school you don't, at least most middle schools, you don't do. You just practice, you show up, and that's it. Um, and, and he helped me too with um, building a network with college coaches and learning how to go about helping um, my players get recruited. So, you know, he was just phenomenal and very instrumental in, in helping me. I honestly, I don't know if I would have gotten through the transition period without him, to be honest. Yeah, it, it's always great to look back and, and see those people that, that helped us uh, get where we are today. We're going to talk a little bit more about mentors uh, when we come back. For our listeners, we're visiting today with Brandy Taylor. She's the head girls basketball coach at Western High School in Davie, Florida. We'll be back with some more, but first let's take a break and hear from another one of our podcast sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the play of their athletes and their teams using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is built for every level of play. Club and youth teams should be using Huddle. High schools and colleges have been using Huddle for years, and even professional teams are using Huddle to raise the level of play of their athletes. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams that you're trying to get your kids recruited to. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program or how your school can become a Huddle school, Go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We're back with Brandy Taylor, head girls basketball coach at Western High School in Davie, Florida. Coach, you mentioned um, 
you know, your uh, longtime assistant coach as being a mentor. And in our profession, you know, coaching and, and ADs, leadership, mentoring is such a big part of it. So uh, who are some of those other folks that helped you along the way? Uh, you know, maybe it was parents or a family member or, or a coach growing up, but none of us got to where we're at by ourselves. So uh, who are some of those folks that uh, helped you get to where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. It takes numerous people to help you get to, to where you would like to go. And um, I would say my high school coach, um, Patty Hillard, um, we weren't super close, but she's someone that I can still look back at and say, you know, I remember how she ran our, our program in high school and it definitely left fingerprints and impressions for me to, you know, continue just the, the discipline and the structure and, um, just requiring excellence and greatness for us, um, not just on the court, but in the classroom. Um, and then, you know, my, like, like you mentioned, my longtime assistant, uh, just want to give a name. It's, uh, his name is Tom Morante. So um, just want to give a shout out to him. Um, huge, um, you know, just impact on just helping me navigate through that transition from, from middle school to high school. And then I would say this is, you know, the next few people are, are recent. Um, during the pandemic, um, there were so many different coaches clinics going on um, virtually that I was able to get plugged in and, and get networked with um, a program called Essential Coaching. Um, and that is with Asim. Um, I always say, I want to make sure I pronounce their, their last names right, Asim Rasagi and um, Kyle Kavanaugh. And they're again with um, Essential Coaching. Um, and they've been just instrumental. Um, really just the whole pandemic has helped me just kind of reframe how I view my coaching position. Um, going more for just the process and the relationships and, and just the little things that we do and, and how we go about things more so than just the end, the end product of a, of a score or your record at the end of the season. You know, that as I was listening to you, I was just, I was intrigued. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but uh, we have a lot of young coaches, young ADs that listen. What are some of those uh, details? What's something that really sticks out for you that, you know, you're certainly an experienced coach, but, you know, what was a nugget that uh, maybe you gleaned from uh, one of those presentations you can share with us? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just in how you kind of like conceptualize everything. Like we is, I'm, I'm a very, I, I think in analogies. So if I could give analogy, um, I think a lot for me, Prior to the pandemic, I had a bunch of resources, if you will, like a bunch of different clothes um, in a closet, but they weren't organized precisely to where I could just grab what I needed when I needed it. You know, so I've, I've simplified um, our approach. So, so like here at Western, um, our, our essential elements, if you will, is very simple. It's, it's sprinting it's spacing on the court, it's our shot selection and it's strength, whether that's physical or mental. So everything that we do is, you know, founded on that. Every practice, every drill we do, we as a coaching staff are emphasizing those, those four things. And it just kind of makes, makes it easier. And it, it was one of those epiphanies where like, why didn't I think of this? You know, as a teacher, being an English teacher, any, anytime you give a project or even an essay, you give a rubric so that way there's a clear detailed outline of okay this is what I need to do to score these points so for the team now it's 
hey, these are the, the specific things we're looking for. And it makes it more manageable because I think sometimes as coaches, it's like today it's this. So the, the team will try to fix it. And then tomorrow it's something different. And then they get frustrated because they didn't know that it was going to be something different. So it just kind of makes sure that we're all speaking the same language and we're all aligned on specific things. No, I, I love it. Uh, you know, having those foundational principles, you can always say, you know, why are we doing this? You know, whether it's practice a drill or an offensive play or, or whatever, you know, does it relate back to who we are? Does it relate back to our foundation? Very cool stuff. For listeners, once again, we're visiting with Brandy Taylor. She's the head girls basketball coach at Western High School in Davie, Florida. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You've heard me say several times, we have a Sideline Interactive video scoring table in our gym, and it is tremendous. Of course, we use it for volleyball and basketball games, but we also use it for pep rallies. We use it for signing ceremonies. It is such a versatile tool. You'll want to get one yourself. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to find out what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. I promise you, you will come away very impressed. We're back with Brandy Taylor, head girls basketball coach at Western High School in Davie. Coach, one of the things we like to do on the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at Western, either, you know, within your own basketball program or maybe, you know, campus-wide in the athletic department that you're particularly proud of and, and think that all schools should maybe have this. Do you have anything you can share with us? You know, I would say in terms of the basketball program, more so than the overall athletic department, although I think our athletic department, our athletic director is phenomenal, um, uh, speak on what I know best. And, that is, you know, going back to um, what I shared earlier regarding our foundational uh, approach of sprinting, spacing, shot selection, and strength, and just really trying to integrate that each day in practice. Um, I think oftentimes, or at least how I used to think, I should say, um, you run drills without a defense um, or, you know, hey, let's run. We're just going to sprint if you don't get the desired outcome that you want. Um, hit the baseline, you know, and we're going to sprint it out. And I think that those things are almost counterproductive. Um, so what we try to do a lot of is small sided games. We're going to play three on three. We're going to scrimmage. We want to make everything competitive because at the end of the day, basketball, a game of basketball is filled with thousands of decisions during the course of a game. And I think that that's what to make decisions in the we don't give them the, the opportunity to make decisions in practice so then when they go in the game 
and they have to make it with all that added pressure, they make more mistakes. And then the coach kind of stands there and, and like shrugs their shoulders or scratches their head and says, well, why are they making these mistakes? And they get mad and they start yelling and they, you know, and it's, if in practice, we can give them as many opportunities to make mistakes, then the better they're going to be come that game time. So that's, that's one thing that we try to do a lot of um, conditioning. We want to get conditioning done through the course of drills with a ball um, instead of just running without the ball and, and essentially not completely, you know, fully using that gym time. Now, I love the emphasis you put on communication. Um, you know, I'm a high school basketball official now. And uh, when I'm doing games, uh, I'm always amazed at, you know, the coaches that they don't do a lot of talking. And, you know, on the other end of that spectrum, you've got a coach that it, it's almost, okay, pass here. Now you cut. And then you, and what have you been doing in practice? Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, I, I just love it when I hear and see it in action, you know, that communication process that's occurred during practice. Yeah. And I think too, that's such a coach's speak, you know, Hey, I need you guys to talk. And that was another epiphany I had a few years ago. Like I'm telling the girls to talk, but then I realized, have I taken the time to tell them what to say? And I think that you do, you have to listen. If there's a screen coming, you're saying screen, right? Switch, stay, whatever it may be, but you have to be very specific. And, you know, PGC, I love PGC. I'm a big fan of PGC, the point guard college. And they're very big, big on say their name and then, you know, talk to your teammate. So, yeah. you know, and, and it even comes back to shot selection. I think that that's another coach speak. Hey, that was a bad shot. And the player looks at you and like, well, is it a bad shot because it didn't go in, you know, but we, we teach our girls if it's in range, in rhythm and not contested, then it's a good shot. You want two of those three components. And if you have those and it doesn't go in, we're not going to be mad at you because we feel like you, you had the IQ to make the right decision. Uh, again, great, great stuff. Love the communication component of that. For our listeners, we're uh, with Brandy Taylor, the head girls basketball coach at Western High School in Davie, Florida. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more wisdom in just a minute. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs for their support. And Wall of Fame has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. All right, we're back with Brandy Taylor, the head girls basketball coach at Western High School in Davie, Florida. Coach, um, we've been asking our ADs and our guests uh, this question for um, several weeks now, and I'm always curious. Uh, back in my day, 100 years ago, uh, my coaches would frequently say things like, you know, come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. Come on, Jake, you got to be tough. 
And, and toughness is certainly a, a valued component of the athletic experience. But um, how in this day and age, uh, how do you, you know, coach kids to be tough while also being sensitive to and aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing? Uh, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, I definitely think that this is a topic that needs to be discussed. Um, it's something that I'm still learning and maneuvering. And I think every year, every team, every player presents different variables that define what toughness looks for them and your approach. Um, I think certain players are, are more apt to, to tougher, uh, if you will, like getting, you know, firm with your voice and, and, and they respond. I've coached, I had two young ladies on my team a couple of years ago, they've now graduated and they were sisters and the one, the older sister, you had to be very careful with your approach. Um, otherwise she was shut down. Whereas the younger sister, she, she just, she wanted you in her face, like telling her, get it together. And then she would look at you and say, yes, coach. And that was it. She would play amazing. So, you know, two sisters from the same parents, but completely two different approaches. So I think it's about, you know, learning, learning, um, the needs of each girl, each young lady or each player for those who coach uh, guys. Um, I think it's also important to have, a a strong staff that's different in their approach as well. Maybe um, a player will not uh, respond to one coach, but to a different coach, um, they may be more apt to hearing things. So I do think there's moments and I try to help my, my players understand different times and situations call for different approaches and to try to have a thick skin. You know, and I go back to the analogy, if we were in a burning building, and it was an emergency, I don't have time to say, come on, sweetie, like, let's get through the, uh, it's, let's go, here we go, boom. And you've got to just respond knowing it's for your benefit. You know, in a late game situation, it could be in the huddle, look, I've got 30 seconds. Like, here's what it is. This is what we got to do. Simple to the point, that's it. And we got to move on. Whereas at practice, it could be, let me put my arm around you and say, hey, listen, you didn't do this. Let me explain to you why. So I definitely think, it's situational based and it's player based and it's something that I haven't mastered. Uh, you know, I'll be transparent. I'm still learning. There's times where I fail all the time. If you ask some of my players now, they might say, man, coach, coach is failing us with that, you know, because we're not perfect. And I think too, it's sometimes it's about the coach being trans transparent and letting your team know. And I think that's where things have changed. You said a hundred years ago, well, for me, it was similar, you know, my coaches, hey, quitters never, uh, winners never quit, quitters never, you know, um, what is it now? I just forgot it. But you, 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 they don't quit, basically, you never quit. And it was a suck it up kind of mentality. And you never really knew your coach on a personal level. It was just, here's coach, we see them at practice time, and that's it. And I think now with electronics, we've become more relational with our players. And I think sometimes it's okay to stand in front of your team and say, listen, two things. One, I messed up. Like I should have done this in this situation and showing them that it's, that's tough. It's tough to be honest. It's tough to be able to admit your mistakes and to say, hey, like you can keep me accountable as a coach. 
and and two to say look you know this is what's without divulging too much information like this is what's going on it, you know like i have a family member in the hospital and i'm kind of not myself right now and leave it at that and i think that that's kind of where coaches have evolved if you will and i think it does speak to the the toughness and 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 more importantly even the accountability i think that to me that's something that's pressing on my mind right now um along with uh, um toughness is the concept of accountability no all great stuff and it, it several times you related it to your earlier point of communication um you know and it, i remember hearing as a very young coach oh so long ago uh at a coaching clinic um you know the veteran coach saying you know they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And there's a lot of different ways to show that. Uh, as a football coach, I, I coached at high volume, uh, but I remember you know, pointedly, you know, every year we'd review and I'd tell the kids, uh, you know, don't listen to my volume, listen to what I'm telling you about, you know, hey, you got to keep your feet driving or you got to punch or whatever it was. And you know, also at that same time, try to, for me, you know, catch my breath, let my blood pressure go down and find those moments to pat them on the back um, while you're also kicking them in the butt. So uh, yeah. again, you, you summed it up perfectly. And I would say really quick, if I may, the one thing that I've also learned in the last couple of years is a post-game speech isn't really necessary, you know, win or lose um, or keep it very brief. You know, I think sometimes we as coaches speak from emotions and we say things that maybe we are going to regret you know, take a time to step back, let your emotions subside, take a look at the, the film, take a look at the stats and, and get a better picture of what really did occur in the game. He's uh, coach talking. If you talk about, you know, tools in the toolbox, I, I think that is, is definitely one of the most important ones, you know, minimize or even eliminate that post game 30 minute you know, download on the field or on the court or in the locker room, you know, just, you know, hey, nice game. We'll work on some things tomorrow practice and let them go. You know, that just killed me as an AD to see coaches, you know, holding the kids hostage uh, after the game. Talking about the toolbox. They're not listening anyways. You oh, know, no, they, they, they've tuned you out. Okay. Yeah. Um, this has been really cool uh, for our listeners. Uh, one of our previous guests, Diane Kunkel, recommended Brandy, and I'm so glad that she did. You know, you have been great, Coach. But we're not done yet. Um, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic directors, or in this case, the coach's toolbox. And in just a minute, uh, I'm going to ask you to send out a brand new coach, a brand new AD on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. Uh, we'll be right back with Brandy's toolbox suggestions, which are sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack uh, after we hear about them. So uh, please stay with us. This is the athletic, um, uh, this is the Educational Athletic Director podcast. Once again, we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic director, athletic surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the usually 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program. 
and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, Coach Taylor, uh, it's time to you know really put you on the spot. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director toolbox. In this case, you know, we're going to say coaching toolbox. I'm going to challenge you right now to send out a brand new coach, a brand new leader on their very first head job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Brandy Taylor's new coach or new AD toolbox? Well, the first thing is I, I think it's all about the people you surround yourself with. You know, if that new coach doesn't have a mentor or a, a network or a support system, uh, definitely to reach out to someone on campus or in the surrounding community at a different high school, um, get plugged into, you know, a program like Essential Coaching, um, which really helped me and, and get connected with someone that can really, really help you um, navigate through this, this new experience. Um, so that to me would be first and foremost. And it, with that is also um, your staff um, bringing in coaches whom you trust and that have your back and can really um, carry forth the vision that you have for, for the program. Um, the next thing would be just in, in building the culture. Um, I think you have to really have an idea, a realistic idea. Um, you know, I first got to Western the previous four years, they had won eight games total. So I knew coming in that, you know, we were starting, um, we weren't rebuilding, we were building, uh, we were starting with really nothing. Um, and the previous coach was fantastic, but they just didn't get a chance to, to get it up and going. So with that is, you know, what is my culture? What are my realistic expectations? What are some non-negotiables that are, you know, realistic? Um, you know, when I first got here, I was literally finding girls in the hallway that were tall saying, hey, come, I'll teach you how to play basketball. One of my first practices, we pulled out the bench and I got out the, the scoreboard and I had to teach them how to sub in. So you have to be very realistic um, with where you're starting at. Maybe you're blessed to go into a school as a new coach that's already had success, but then there's expectations that come along with that too. So you just have to be aware of your situation. So I, again, I would say um, the people you surround yourself with, the culture, so your non-negotiables, um, your elements, your philosophy, um, your core values, you know, what is, the, what is it that is essentially your roadmap to, for you to remember every day, because it can get, it can get busy, it can get tiresome, it can get lonely, it can get frustrating, and you have to have something that you come back to, and I'm in year seven here, and I still need to come back to this because in the course of a season, it's never easy. It's never perfect. And every year presents different circumstances. And then the last thing that I would say is a practice plan. You know, we, we have this coach speech that says this coach got outcoached in a, in a game, but ultimately if you're being outcoached, you're, I believe you're being outcoached because you didn't practice properly. So, you know, have a practice plan, um, and in that include late game situations, practice your timeouts, 
um, as a staff, you want to practice being concise with your 30 seconds. Practice your, your halftime. Literally practice everything that you possibly can practice so everything is seamless come game time and, and most importantly, uh, late game situations. Um, practice even, I've heard college coaches say this, which I thought was uh, in Zoom last summer, which I thought was just mind-blowing. They said, one of the questions was, what do you feel like incoming freshmen lack most? And one of the college coaches of like a division one school said, they can't um, see what's on the board in a timeout and then actually go on the court and do it. So that's one thing that um, we've tried to do here, not as much as I should, but we will from time to time draw something up in case we need to do it at the end of the game and have them go out and, and do it just to see, can they conceptualize what's being on the board to actually doing it? So I would say, again, to recap, just um, have a good network, a solid group of people, um, have your, your vision, have your culture, and, and that should be number one, especially the first couple of years. Um, you want to build what, who, you who you are. And I think one thing I forgot to say is just how you communicate yourself on social media can also be um, huge. Um, that's one of the things that helped build our program was just the things that we would put out on social media because nobody knew about Western girls basketball. They didn't even know where Western was. Um, so we started putting things out there of, of the good things, not just basketball related, but our high academics and things like that. And then people are like, oh, so now we know who Western is. Um, so, and then the last thing is just practice plan. Practice, uh, know what you're doing from the beginning of the season all the way to the end. Know what you want to look like come postseason and each practice prepare for the end in mind. Great, great stuff and uh, tools that any coach can use. Um, coach, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit more, uh, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? I would say email, and then we can exchange phone numbers if we want, um, which is my first name, B-R-A-N-D-I-E, and it's dot Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at BrowardSchools.com. Um, we're also, our team has a Twitter to look and see, I forget the, um, it's LWB underscore Western HS, and then our Instagram is, I think it's the opposite, I had to switch, um, it's Western High School, so Western HS underscore LWB, and you can send me an inbox there as well. Randy Taylor, head girls basketball coach, Western High School, Davie, Florida. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much again for having me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed today. Oh, um, I did too. Very cool. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And we want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing.